2019, a small team of makers escaped from a maximum security psychiatric facility so they could do things their way. Now, these makers have created a podcast to help you do things your way. This is that podcast. Welcome to the Make Your Own Way podcast. I'm your host, Johnny, from Bespoke Block Designs, and I'm joined tonight by my co-host, Nate, from Simply Our Nate, and our special guest joining us for this episode, Kev, from Shark Attack 1979. Evening, gents. Good evening. Hey, Johnny. How are we? Great. Um, we should just explain, uh, Al said it the la- last week that he wouldn't be able to make tonight, so his... his Mrs. is um, gone into hospital, but there's no sign of a baby yet. So hopefully by the time that you're actually listening to this, um, as a little, little boy will be born and everything will be good and everyone will be healthy and happy. So Fingers crossed. And, and he can stop being selfish and get like back yeah. to, his, to his mates. You know? I know. Yeah. <laughs> Prioritize. Well, I'm happy enough to be a stand-in for the moment, lads. You know what I mean? <laughs> We've got, we, we've got no fucking questions with you on. <laughs> I did try and squeeze a few in, but you were wise to Yeah, my, uh... we noticed. And then they tried to ask about 10 tonight. I think you, sh- I think you should be allowed to ask that, yeah. Ask your own questions. <laughs> Answer your own yeah. questions and ask them. So what have you been up to for the last week or so? I think we should let Kev go. Yeah, go cause... Kev. I have lots of questions for Kev. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the last week or so, uh, if you've been following my Instagram and YouTube, boys have. I've been we've been kind of renovating the house here for since June, and the last week or so, I've been in the extension park, which is going to be my mother-in-law's, and I've been insulating and airtight membraneing and battening down, getting ready for plasterboarding, and the plumber's been in uh, today, actually running running first fixed pipes, so. Like work, work at the moment is a bit boring. We're renovating yeah. uh, apartments, retrofitting insulation, new doors, skirting. So there's nothing too fancy there, but a few bits in between, you know. Yeah, yeah. Not you could save. You, in, you could save yourself some money. It's only your mother-in-law. You don't have to insulate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I owe her a lot, Nate. I owe her a lot. <laughs> to be Would fair, be though, this house without her, like. To be fair, you're making a savage job of the house. You're it's coming really along, it. yeah. Uh, slower than I expected, you know. But I think that's the way with everything. Like, uh, you think something's going to take you so long, and then you start uncovering another builder's shite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man! Every, t- yeah. every time I open it up, like I'm like, what the fuck has he done there? Like, holy shit! Oh man, sure. I know what you mean. I spent a lifetime doing extensions and conversions. It's like, it, God knows what you're going to find. It, Sometimes, if you're doing an old Georgian house or something like that, you find something magical. But generally, after like 1920, it's a bunch yeah. of shit. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I bought a, an old pub about, I don't know, about 12 years ago now. Um, and I renovated it into a house, big, huge, like it was three and a half thousand square foot. And uh, worst fucking decision of my life. It was a disaster. <laughs> an old, yeah, um, an old pub, I can imagine, like, you know, the hands that's gone through. Yeah, like the the woman that owned the pub was a complete fucking cunt. Um, <laughs> she oh, she was a real She's nasty a bit of work, but yeah, a real Patricia. But <laughs> she um she got all the work done 
we'll say the plumbing, the electrics, all that kind of stuff, she got all that done by people in the pub. So she was obviously giving the lads three points to do a, a job. So the lads had no fucking interest. So they were just, you know, it was all quick quick fixes, like. Um, yeah. Like I'll, I'll put it, I'll put it to you this way, right? One of the jobs I, I was, I was uh, putting in spotlights, so I had to gut the whole fucking place. So I had the whole building gutted, took the roof off, the roof was all rotten, the whole lot. I had to get a builder in to re- redo the the roof timbers for me, all the trusses and everything. Mm. And then I was able to crack on myself, but I was putting in these spotlights, and I, I went up to the, the fuse board and tripped all the. Um, the trips for the lights, you know, instead of turning off the main fuse, I just tripped all the ones for the lights. Went oh. back over, went back over to my lights and went to cut the, the old bulbs off to get rid of them and big fucking bang. I took a big <laughs> chunk out of my cutters. So, whatever way they did it were, they were direct. Yeah. They bypassed, they bypassed all the trips and were the direct fucking yeah. cunts. Sounds nice. like my house, brother. It sounds like my uh, house. <laughs> just what the fuck goes through these people's heads, like, you know? When no. when I got my electrician buddy in to do my house, uh, I got I just wanted a few sockets moved. And yeah. he was like, uh, none of your sockets are earthed. And I was like, what? Jesus <laughs> he, so I ended up having to rewire the whole house, basically. Yeah. So, you know what? Uh, You're probably better off because in the long uh, run, yeah. it's probably quicker, you know, and yeah. safer. Especially with yeah, the kids safe. and stuff, you know. Yeah. What about you, Nate? What have you been up to? Uh, oh, um, I'm a bit of a quiet week, you know. Uh, I made that. I finished off that bronze, uh, recycled uh, Kiridishi uh, uh, for an anniversary present. There was a, like uh, an eighth, an eighth, uh, eight year anniversary present. Uh, wanted something in bronze. She started off like coming on. She wants a ninja star or a sword or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. Jesus Christ, calm down. <laughs> let's um, let's let's talk about some like some something that I'm actually interested in doing. Calm your um, calm your tits, Karen. Calm your tits. Say, <laughs> so, well, you know what? It's not really my style. Ninja star it, you know. <laughs> not anymore. Uh, so I, I I nicely explained that I don't do weapons and um, and we we came came up with a wicked solution and then you know, um, it was based on Brody's um collaboration with me the the Kiridishi we did yeah, like yeah. About this time last year and well lucky to be able to do another one and and actually to do it 100% myself which is pretty cool so I finished that um then I, you know what I did a few promotional bits and not a lot else really I got tax return the last two days which sucked but most of my focus this week's been like on the scouts um uh, we did um recycled uh, pallet wood and jam jar kind of vases for the scouts which was good so i spent like a good a good little while like uh prepping that, that. that cool. uh, i just i just did a, a little quick story really i should do a post about it because it was really good fun but they're only halfway through it now so maybe Are you a scout week. leader nate uh assistant scout leader yeah so i don't do all the admin stuff but i do a lot of the uh a lot of the sort of um running of events and stuff like that so if we're doing hikes sort that out or woodwork we'll sort that out or whatever i was, involved. Cool. I was involved in the uh, cbsi well it was cbsi now si was then yeah I, I was involved in that for like i was a leader for 12 years yeah i get the impression it kind of sucks you in for a long time i've literally just started oh, it time. like uh i think we're on our second well we are on a second term now so mm. i mean my my son's 
just gone through Cubs and I I wasn't so interested in Cubs and Beavers, but Scouts is where it starts to get really interesting. Yeah, you know, the kid yeah. the kids um, the kids are competent. You know, I, I gave them a drill. They can use a drill. <laughs> okay, you have to be a little bit careful, but you know, <laughs> this is where the fun stuff starts to happen. You, they're, they're allowed to use yeah. fire. They're allowed to use knives. They're allowed to go out and bushcraft. And, and that's me, man, through and through. I love it. So, Ooh, yeah, yeah. so that's I, been my I week. Was, I was scouts, yeah. Definitely, like, the, the cubs and beavers didn't really interest me as a leader. Like, But my daughter's just gone into cubs as well. She's same, oh, same nice. group I was involved in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she I love digs that. it. I, I probably stopped my foot in it today. Um, somebody asked me what the difference between um, scouts and brownies was. And I said, well, brownies kind of stuck in the dark ages and they're a little bit sexist. And scouts <laughs> is more rocking. And then the, the woman next to me goes... I'm a brownie leader, <laughs> <laughs> and um, she's my son's my son's teacher. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> Bad grades for him. <laughs> I got my whole fist in my mouth. It was amazing. I thought it was um. I actually thought it was an age thing. I thought it was like beavers up to a certain age, and then scouts are are no. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. So beavers, beavers over here are from like uh, seven to nine, and then from cubs is nine to twelve, and then from scouts is twelve to sixteen, right. and then you can be a venture over here, and then there's young leaders called rovers. But I, th- I think it works similar in the UK, doesn't it, Nate? Yeah, give or take a year or two, but yeah, yeah. Mm. Cool. They change, they change it over here. Uh, it's, it's, it's on a. Uh, class now like uh you know class in school it used to be age so i think it used to be younger oh right they, okay they kind of brought the age up a little bit yeah yeah so if they're in four class they're in a certain a certain group exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha cool that's pretty cool what, what age is your daughter kev what, what age is she the, the um, nine. nine nine okay and the other one is five so she'll be going in next year into or no the year after into beavers brilliant brilliant that's, that's good cool. We haven't asked you what you've been up to, Johnny. Oh, just same shit, different day, man. All the trying to get these knives, but like I, I, this is my bad week for work for the day job, so mm. I have a lot of um, I have a lot of shifts this week. So I've just been, do you know what I've been doing? A lot of tying up things, like ordering my business cards and getting stuff. Um, I ordered a, did I say that last week? A, a tablecloth cover. Yeah, with the with the with your logo on the front. Yeah, my logo yeah. on it. So just trying to get all the the. The shitty side of things sorted and get all that out of, out of my head, you know, so that I can focus then. But, um, yeah, I, I haven't. So, ba- so basically what? what you're trying to do is set up a business in like a month. <laughs> like, basically, yeah. All, basically. All logistics, everything. <laughs> like. Yeah, if only, if, I, if only I knew it in the end of May when I applied for it, you know, and started doing my prep work then instead of four weeks before it. <laughs> But see, I, dickheads, dickheads keep buying my knives. That's the problem. People keep buying my knives, so they keep going. Like, either having to replace them. Anyway. I, I saw a dude from Galway, Finnegan Blades or something like that. Have you seen right. him? Six-year six year plus waiting list for knives. Oh, that's, that's um, you know who that is? That's Fingal Ferguson down in Cork. That's the one, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, six plus years, yeah, yeah. There's a couple right. of guys, there's, there's a couple of guys in this country like that. That's mental, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's that's the goal. That's my. I I I wish you all yes, bro. Holy shit. Well, do you know what? I I only decided there last week. I I'm totally changing how I'm doing things. Um, from now on, I'm taking four custom orders a month. That's it. That's my max. I'm not yeah. doing any more than that. 
Yeah. That gives it's, a me the... it's a mad, mad time suck, man. Customer. It is a total. It is, yeah, totally. And I want to be able to give it a hundred percent. I don't want to be putting out pieces that I'm not happy with. Yeah. yeah. So well, if I say, if I say one a week, it's blatantly yeah, just one a week. Exactly, one a week is perfect. That suits me fine. Um, I can tip away doing that. And if I have a little bit extra time, if if someone orders a, uh, uh, like a knife that doesn't completely suck on my time, like that hunter knife I did two weeks ago, that that ruined me for time. That yeah. took so much, yeah, that took me so much longer than I thought. But that was my fault because I, I offset the bolsters and I did, you know, I did stupid shit that, because I wanted it to look good, but at the same time it killed me time-wise. Whereas, and you find yourself getting faster, Johnny, or are you trying newer things now that it's it's just making the, the process more complex? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying new things. I'm still pushing the boundaries of what I'm doing a little bit, you know. Um, I'm finding some some parts of the process I'm faster. Obviously, I'm just mm. getting like 90% of my grinds now I'm doing freehand, so I'm mm. not I'm not losing time setting up my jig and all that. But then there's some there's some bevels and stuff I have to use the jig for just to get them perfect. Yeah, um, yeah. But you know, so I'm saving time on one side with that, but then I'm wasting it on another because I'm trying something new or you know something like that. So it's just you know what it. I think I'm at the point now that they're as fast as they're going to get. Um, yeah, you got to keep it interesting and try new things, I suppose, yeah, though. Exactly. But with four a month, it gives me time then to do one or two, um, tipping away at one or two and trying my own experiments. I have lots of ideas that I want to try out that that I don't think anybody else is doing. So I want yeah. to try those out, stuff with resin, um, you know, all that kind of stuff, and play yeah, with things myself and, and keep it interesting that way, you know? The stabilizing stuff looks amazing, man. Those pine cones, yeah, like, savage, savage. It definitely yeah. opens up. Um, it opens up a huge avenue for the kind of materials that I can use with stabilizing. Mm. But the problem is with stabilizing, it's very fucking expensive. Yeah, you know, for a for five kgs of of stabilizing resin, it's I think it's a hundred and twenty or a hundred and thirty. So it pushes the price sterling. plus, man. yeah. Plus delivery then, because I have to buy it in the UK. So, no, you can reuse it. You're not wasting it. But if I do something like the pine cones or spotted beach, something that really sucks up the resin, mm. you wouldn't be long. You wouldn't be long going through it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it definitely opens up avenues that you know I wouldn't have been able to touch before. Like, so it's cool that way. I suppose the alternative is find find materials that don't require stabilizing, like blackwood and you know stuff that's really really dense. Yeah. Plas- plastics, resins, you know, all this yeah. sort of stuff. But well, look, you know, you know that, that's I, the art. That's the artistic side of it. That's that's the way yeah. you start to blur the boundaries. You know. There's very little pros that are doing this full time that actually stabilize their own stuff. You know, there's a few, but not a whole lot. Yeah. Like they're yeah. just buying in handle material. You know, that's already dyed and stabilized and. You know? Could be niche market then, you know, if you're if you're doing it yourself, like. Do you know you what? Know the, the only reason I did it myself because I fucking I had shitloads of stuff that I could have used, you know, offcuts that some of the lads gave me, offcuts that I picked up along the way, mm. and it was just wasted because I wouldn't use it unless it was stabilized. So I have all that stabilized now. So I stabilized a fucking shit ton of it. Wicked. Um, but I definitely got my value for money out of what I did, you know, with the amount of stuff that I can do, but. At the same time, like you know, I've a I've a knife, a trench knife order, a custom order for Christmas to do for a, a woman that contacted me there about two weeks ago, and what I'm using for the scales for that, I'm gonna have to just buy them. You know, I, I couldn't okay. make them, so 
things like that you're you're still gonna buy them in or if somebody requested um you know like desert ironwood or something a little unusual i'll, I'll have to just order them in you know mm. it's just not you just can't get it here so, living in this island yeah yeah <laughs> it's hard sometimes huh ah. right will i get into the will i get into the questions ah sure you might as well might as well go on then go on then right uh first one up so is from brain fizz uk hey hey what about black wolf wolverine will the band <laughs> Permanent. Oh yeah, no the pan was. <laughs> yeah, we we um we should probably explain. We we banned Kev from asking questions because he was on tonight. We knew at that stage that he was done. So we said there's no point <laughs> fucking getting Kev to ask his own questions, even though he'd quite happily do so. Oh, you better believe it. So it's yeah, got, it, it's probably got like thirty banks up anyway. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I had to laugh when you put that picture up. I saw it and I said, Oh, we have you. It was fucking perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant. I loved it. It made me laugh out loud. I swear to God. <laughs> First question up. So, uh, Brain Fizz UK. Your workshop just burned down to the ground. Don't panic. It's all imaginary. What do you do next? Fresh start. Take a break. What? And he says, I hope this never happens, by the way. So, yeah. your, your workshop burns down. What do you do? First of all, you made me panic. Like, <laughs> like, check everything twice. Make sure everything was switched off. Oh mate, um, God, could you imagine? Um, right, okay, the workshop's gone. It's burnt down. Feel sad, like feel regret. <laughs> I didn't put a fire alarm in there. <laughs> I did, by the way, but I, I I covered it up with a rubber glove and just left it there. So because all the dust always sets it off all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I can I tell you a little secret? I, Go on, then. That nobody else will know. Nobody. Uh, I, I I've no smoke alarm in my in my workshop. Oh sweet Jesus! The fireman has <laughs> no smoke alarm. You fucking hypocrite! Yeah, I know. I've I'm two, never listening to you again. How many have I? I've three extinguishers in there though, so that's okay. Ah, that's all right. Yeah. And a professional. Yeah. He knows well, how to use them. He's not afraid to use them. Yeah. Whereas I've got a bucket of water in the corner, uh, a wired fire alarm, and an idiot. <laughs> what no could go wrong? <laughs> That's why I don't weld. Like, fuck. <laughs> hey, Dave, have you got a plasma cutter? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> right, go on. What would you do, Ned? Workshop uh, burns down. Well, I'd have no choice. I, I'd start again, clearly, because it's like in my blood. Like, I ain't stopping. There's nothing stopping me. But I'd um I'd adapt like the Borg, start making again like little like doing small stuff like you know like you know when you were like eighteen and you you had nothing but a knife and a fucking Dremel. Yeah, yeah. I go back to those days. Hang on, you you had a Dremel when you were eighteen. Yeah, I had a rope. Yeah, I had, yeah my old man was a builder. He was. Oh, you fuck. fancy cunt. I had loads of cool stuff when I was a kid. I, I had a little bench in my in my bedroom, and I used to make like predator masks and stuff like that with LEDs and like prop making, you know, cool stuff. Yeah. Like, my old man buy me a soldering iron. My old man was like, he was great. He had a little workshop in his garage. He was always out there playing meatloaf and like building fucking bikes and shit. So you know, tools were never a problem for me. I'd just go and steal them, and he'd fucking yell at me and beat me with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm very envious, very envious. Very envious. We were given a fucking lump of, a lump of turf and we had no electricity to run adrenal, you fucking bastard. See, we didn't need dremels back then because we had the leprechauns to do all the stuff for us. Do you know? Oh, they, they just, they just did all the work. Oi, don't be racist. It's not having it. So you've rebuilt? Oh, yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I mean... I, I couldn't not. Uh, yeah. It kind of scares me half to death because I was talking to uh, Paul, uh, Paul Cunningham. You know, he's building his workshop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it scares me half to death, like the amount of money he spent on his workshop. And I think, oh, God, if I have to start again, uh, will I be there? <laughs> but no, because um, I can't afford Festool, so I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. He's a lot of Festool, doesn't he? He's great. He's got there. His kit Jesus. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. I uh, just did a deal. I'm going to buy a plunge saw off him. But, uh, oh, ooh. Yeah, some track. So that's nice. After last, uh, you listened to last week's podcast, and um, and the result of that has cost me like loads of money. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, festival plunge saws are the business, man. Yeah, Very nice. Want it, want it. What about you guys? Uh, go on, I. Well, my workshop is basically my storage shed at the moment. Uh, <laughs> I, I did my workshop never burnt down, but my van got broken into, and I got three and a half grand's worth of tools robbed uh, three three years ago. So after crying, lying in the corner crying for a while, I uh, I got back on it. But uh, to be honest, I had a lot of amazing people who gathered around me and uh, threw money my way basically yeah, to yeah. get me up back up on my feet. Um, yeah, like I over here, it's just ridiculous. Insure tools. I don't know about over there, Nate. Like, but there's Can't a lot of it, yeah. Uh, I've done. I've got. I've got done twice. My van. Yeah. Right. It was like 14 years of building up my tools, and it just all disappeared. It was. I was oh, fucking yeah. devastated. Like absolute devastated. lowest of the low to fucking rob a man's livelihood. Like, like me on the van in front of me. But um, as I say, I just That's had a lot of a lot of lovely people around me yeah. who uh, who just gave me a dig out. And uh, uh-huh. on my feet, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, my plan was just to get along with what I had and just try and build up a bit of cash again and keep going. Like, yeah, but yeah. Uh, as I say, workshop wise, <laughs> like there's not a lot in my shed at the moment. <laughs> I have a compressor, uh, a two twenty router because I don't bring it to work, and uh, a tin gun. That's about it. Like, so <laughs> I wouldn't have much to replace if my shed burnt down. <laughs> Your your workshop is the world. You are a tradesman. You you take yeah. your work your workshop with you, man. I mean that's and that is your van. You know that. Yeah. That, you are it a mobile is, workshop. But like I I'm very envious of you you guys having that space to go out and have everything set up and you know like even when I'm carving like before I had my little shed I was sitting on the kitchen table like keeping an eye over my shoulder to make sure the missus didn't come. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. carving like. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting it set up and and, and having the time <laughs> once this house is finished to, uh, yeah, yeah. to get out there, you know. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Very mm. cool. Mm. Johnny, uh, what about you? Um, yeah, I just, I just rebuild it. Just fucking start again, you know. Um, I probably would. I the only thing I'd probably change is just the layout and stuff like that. But yeah, I just go straight back and rebuild it and. I suppose you're because I'd be building it. That's straight back making again, you know. So, yeah. um, 
mm. which I, I wouldn't take time off from it. All right, I'd be gutted, but you know what? I think when when things like that happen, you kind of kick into a, another gear and you kind of just fucking get on with it, don't you? you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's only so much uh, lying in the corner crying you can do. Before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have to. You can't like with your thing. Like you can't let those little fucking scrolls win. You know what I mean? No. No, I had I just counted my blessings like um yeah. I, I had I had all my uh, cordless stuff in with me like so I was I was lucky in that respect. Mm, that is lucky. Yeah. yeah, but like these these little fucking cocksnots that go around robbing people's tools and stuff like they don't um they don't give a fuck and they sell it for a fraction of what it's worth. Do you know what I mean? They, they're just fucking complete wankers. Anyway, cockwambles, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like, <laughs> I like cocksnots. I like that one. It's a new one. <laughs> I'll give you. I tell you what. I'll give you a new word every week because I've, okay. I've a lot. But this <laughs> word, word of the week: cocksnots. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Uh, wood seats. Wood seats. What's the next new thing you want to make that you've never done before? Hmm. I have too many. Yeah, that's the problem. I suppose, what's the next thing that you are going to make that you haven't done before? Oh, I've got an answer for that. Do it. Go on. Uh, I've got to make a French, uh, a French-style petty knife, like full tang. Oh, nice. So that's this week. Or, uh, no, it's not this week. It's next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, definitely it's- next week. It'll be this week when they're listening to it, so it'll be this week. Oh, hopefully they don't listen. It's well, like Back to the Future, isn't it? We're Back to the Future, yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah, we're we're speaking from the past. Yeah. In the future. In the future. Or something. I'm I'm getting confused now. Uh, so a French French style. What was it? Petty knife. Yeah, French nice. style petty knife. Um, and are you looking forward to doing that? Yeah, like full tang. Like kind of Western style handle, which is a bit new for me, but um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna rivet it or um, pin it somehow. I don't, I don't know yet, but um, yeah, carbon steel blade is standard. Yeah, it's it's gonna be pretty cool. I just I don't I don't know how I'm gonna do it or how I'm gonna approach it just yet, but I'm gonna go down to workshop. Maybe definitely not tomorrow. Tomorrow's tax return day. Suck my balls. But, <laughs> fuck. I'm two days in, man. Well, I'll save it. Hang on. You'll, you'll, you'll hear. Stop your um, spreadsheets. Stop your spreadsheets. Fucking yeah, fuck hell. That. God damn it. Um, but really, I want to do like, I want to do a bigger skull, a, a big giant copper skull. And um, I want to do a bit of trench art. I've got, uh, I managed to score two, um, two World War Two shells, like bron- cool. uh, brass shells. <laughs> and I want to think about, I don't know. I'm gonna stick all my World War Two stuff together and do some thinking and do some trench art. I don't know. I don't know. Something, not nothing too extravagant, but you know, something a little, little bit something cool with them. I want to turn them into something nice. So nice. That, that's yeah, yeah. that's on my list. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. What about you, Kev? Um, like I would love to get my hands on a lathe. Um, Al, actually, at last when we met, it was kind of this time last year, wasn't it, Johnny? When we met up in the well, world yeah, yeah. Store. Yeah. Uh, I, I mentioned that to Al and Al said it popped down. Now I know he's a bit busy at the moment, but uh, I'd love to I'd love to give a bit of turn and a go. Yeah, yeah. Um but to be honest, anything at this stage I'm just sick of doing um, yeah, doing work in the stuff. house. 
it was cool the other week though I, I'd always wanted to do a, a hidden uh, a hidden door in a bookcase and we did that so yeah, that was, that was cool. class, yeah. yeah that's wicked yeah that was so sweet I was so surprised when it worked <laughs> <laughs> So surprised. No, but that was that was cool. That was something I'd always wanted to do. That was on a bucket list, like defo. Um, but yeah, like wood turning. I would. I'd love to get a uh, to do a bit of welding as well, actually. Yeah, yeah. But like uh, all in all in good time, I suppose. Once I uh, finish finish this house in the next uh, fifteen years or so, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and don't die in the process. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We get onto it at some stage, like defo. Cool. What about you? Um... For me, I suppose the the big thing for me would be um, a heat treat oven. So obviously, I've never done one before. Yeah. Uh, and I can't afford a even heat or a, any of the fancy knife making ones. So I'd have to just make my my own. So all that um, stuff is steep, isn't it? Yeah, like for an even heat, you're looking at twelve hundred minimum for a small one. Oh you know, shit! So, yeah, exactly. That's what, I, that's what I said when I saw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I like couldn't justify it, you know. Even those grinders are mad money, aren't they? They're big money, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why I made my own. I couldn't, I couldn't justify um, paying for it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, and I did, I, and I, I was, like, it still hurts. Yeah, yeah but you know, at least, at least you're you're making back from it. Do you know what I mean? You're you're not. It's not just sitting oh. in the corner. Like you're using oh, yeah. it a lot. That that paid for itself in like, I don't know, what five, four or five jobs. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's done. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And and it and it up to game like significantly. Oh it's, yeah, it's so different. There's no um, there's no way to explain it. Like, Kev, what are you doing? Stop fucking about. <laughs> Sorry, making coffee, making a coffee. <laughs> that's all right. We'll allow that. We'll allow that. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? But like, that's full time job for you, Nate. So is that a tax write off? Can you write oh, yeah. that off in tax? Yeah, yeah, sweet. Oh hell yeah, yeah. Suck on that tax, dude. Exactly. Yeah. Tax dude. Can you can you, can you <laughs> could you write off belts and stuff? Yeah. Like consumables, yeah? Yeah, I can I can write off stationery, I can write off like electricity talking to you fuckers. Yeah, boy. I don't, I don't wanna hear you giving out once about fucking taxes, so if you're right. if you can claim all that stuff back. Well, unlucky. You're because... renting are you renting the lab? <laughs> Am I renting no, it's my fucking I presume, lab. I presume no, but I presume I presume uh, you can you can charge rent for the lab like that's your uh, workshop. Well, they, well, I built it so the tax man pays for twenty percent of that. Yeah. No, but like, uh, so and you rent it off your landlord. No, Who's I am my landlord. <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you mean. Um, my missus well, has a, a salon in the house, and she she uh, she rents that off us. Oh, <laughs> 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 Has to be done, you know. It's true though. She works from there, so you know. Yeah, well, exactly. that, yeah. that's great for you, Kev. But as far as the taxman's concerned, <laughs> Mr. Taxman, I am straight up down the line. So of course you are. What you want to do is what you want to do. <laughs> and if if we have any taxmen listening, I've never sold anything ever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, next question. <clears throat> so. Uh, what well, I'm but I'm gonna butcher people's names though. I'm sorry. It's it's more my writing than your name. Trot uh, Vetters. Um, do you wear special safety footwear in the workshop or just regular shoes? I would say Nate wears regular shoes. 
flip-flops. Hey, man. <laughs> I, I had a big mistake once, like, out on site. I was wearing my trainers, and I, I put, I was, I was full PPE, like, I had goggles, ear defenders, mask, everything. Didn't have my trainers on. Didn't have my, my, my um, you know, my hard, <clears throat> what are they called? Steel toe caps. Doesn't sound, doesn't sound good, does it? I don't even know what they're called. <laughs> Didn't have those on. And um, I wound this grinder down. I put it on a chair and it tipped. And the, and the grinder went blade down and dinged off my big toe. Oh. Fuck me. The, they had to lance that three times. And the doctors thought it was hilarious because the blood was like going on the ceiling. Like, fuck. <laughs> it, what it is was, it with you and bleeding on the ceiling? I don't know. I like to bleed. <laughs> Fucking hell. Goes everywhere. Like, <laughs> everywhere. Like Jackson Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so, uh, I don't know. Since then, I've, I've, I've never worn them. No, I just, <laughs> I haven't learned my lesson. Since I hit my foot with a with a grinder. Oh, sorry, you were wearing your steel toe caps when the grinder nah, hit your foot. No, no, I wasn't. trainers. Trainers. So since then, since I nearly cut my foot off with a grinder, I've never worn safety shoes since. <laughs> God, God. The thing is, it, it wasn't even spinning. It was, it was, it was just like the weight of the thing just destroyed my toe. I think you're just a bit soft, yeah. Well, the worst of it was like it took a year to grow out, and then I dropped a can of baked beans on it, and it was back to square one. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> exactly, exactly the same toe. Like pretty much the day it grew out, I was like, Oh, oh man, you're a calamity. Well, not. It's just like, you know, sight, sight, sight shit, you know, happens. Yeah. What about you, Kev? Obviously, you wear... Um, yeah, I wear steel toe caps in work. I always have a pair of runners in the van in case I'm working in, like, a finished house or whatever uh, <laughs> that I can throw on and go in because the steel toe caps are normally dirty. But, yeah, invariably, I wear uh, steel toe caps or safety shoes. Safety shoes. They're not all steel toe caps now, are they? There's composites and shit out there, isn't there? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we used to drive over them for the crack to see if they'd put up with a fire truck on them. Oh, with your feet in them? No. Oh, what? what? Coward. Yeah, well, you'd, you'd Sounds like wusses. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you. After you drive over them, you'll see why. Yeah, they don't. They don't put up with fire trucks on them. Well, no. How much does a fire truck weigh? I don't know. I've never lifted one up, have I? <laughs> Don't feel like you could lift one, because you couldn't. I could if I wanted to. I just don't want to. All right? Whatever. <laughs> the first time uh, I got a safety uh, hard hat on site, we uh, <laughs> standing underneath the scaffold around jackass time. One of the lads got, go on, drop that half brick on my head and see. Oh, no. <laughs> Grand, yeah, bounced off. Not a bother. <laughs> oh, I can just imagine the, the, the safety form afterwards. Uh, well, we were on smaller sites. No safety forms or anything. Yeah. All good, man. All good. Uh, I've melted all my safety hats and turned them into knife handles. <laughs> <laughs> good recycling. Upcycling. Upcycling. Oh, no, not that. Not uh, Upcycling is a dirty word. It's um, Oh, is it? I think it is. I, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't know why. I, I, I don't like know. Repurposing? Maybe. I just don't like the term upcycling. I just think it's like a bit hipster. Like vegans. Well, well, nice. <laughs> hipster. What are you saying? <laughs> what are you Nout. saying? Nout. Yeah, he's not saying that and just you carry on with your avocado there in the corner. I just work for those fuckers. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. I just make shit for them. They keep buying it. Can't believe it. Can't believe I'm still going. Um, I I don't wear any safety shoes. I wear a pair of runners. What? When you work, when you're in oh, work. Oh, right. Sorry, in your workshop, right? In the workshop, yeah, yeah. No, at work we have to. We have to wear um, steel toe caps. So we don't get a choice. And our boots are steel toe caps as well. Yeah, the wellies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Trot asks another question. Is inhaling metal dust as bad, better, or worse than wood dust? And how about MDF? Oh, I think the MDF hell. is a separate question, though, isn't it? Yeah, is it, it is, not? yeah. Yeah. How about MDF? You know what? Any fine dust, no matter yeah, what it is, it's all cumulative. It's all going to fuck you in the end if you keep doing it yeah. and you don't pay attention to your lungs. It's just build up, build up, build up. MDF will fucking kill you and give you cancer, and it should be banned, like flat out banned. Yeah. Oh, but I like MDF. What? <laughs> no, fuck MDF. I, I think in America, I don't think they even use the fucking stuff. Ah, uh, they do, yeah. They do, they do. I, I heard tell it that before as well. They still do. Oh, do like, see, 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 this is my issue. I love timber. I like proper wood is amazing. But yeah, yeah. when you buy like pine skirting or deal skirting, like it cups like fuck. And yeah. Yeah. you're trying to put that on the wall. It's it's shit. So yeah. for me, MDF skirting, like it's it never cups. It always fits right. Yeah, it's yeah. easy to work with. I like it, but PPE, you need to be wearing your dust mask. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bad man for it myself, like, uh, but no, it, it's very important, definitely. I uh, think all of it, no matter what it is, if it's not oxygen going into your lungs, it's bad. You know, concrete, tiles, fucking wood. Just, even just yeah. dust yeah. off the ground. Whatever. Well, that's the thing. They're saying uh, silica dust is the next, um, the next asbestos, <clears throat> you know. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Anything silica-based is going to fuck you just as bad as asbestos, and that'll well, be the next thing. You know what? Asbestos is what got my grandfather, the guy I've told you about before. He died of um, asbestosis of the lungs. Mm. And what they used to do was he used to do kind of odd jobbing with, with a crowd that he used to work with. And he they used to go in demolishing buildings. Yeah. So he used to just go in basically with a sledge and manhandle shit and break it down and take it out. Mm. And they had no dust mask around like that, you know. But um, it caught up with him. He was yeah. about six foot two, but but my height, my weight, and before he died, he was down to about six stone. You know, it just it, his body just wore away on him. You know, it was an oh. awful way to go. Yeah, really bad. He was eighty-two, but a really bad way to go. Please, he lasted though. He did. Yeah, but you know what? He, I don't know. Was that a good thing either? You know. Yeah. True. True. It's um, all about. Yeah. It's so. All about Mind your lungs. That's all yeah. I'd say. No, it's, it's not the way to go. Lungs. No. No, it's saying that there's there's some um, there's some woods that are like you is bad. You, you is terrible. You. Yeah. Yeah, and it can fuck your skin up as well from touching it. What's um, the use the stuff used in bows, is it? It's which? Yeah, it's like um like a really stark contrast of kind of like orange and yellow. Yeah. And reds. Yeah, but some lovely was there was there not something that was poisonous left? You know, like some story about bow wood being kept in like church grounds or something like that. But it was a uh, there was some poison mm-hmm. off it or something like that. Yeah, maybe, so, I'm, maybe I'm probably mixed so, up. So um, there's a story that I heard recently about a guy who picked mushrooms underneath a yew tree. Yeah. And that, and that killed him because of oh, the yew. Because of the yew. 
and the way it kind of um, absorbs nutrients from the ground and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it, it's it's you know you've got to be careful. Like, yeah. Mm. I, mean, I, I, I wouldn't use I wouldn't use you like personally. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't use it like just. I use it. On, I use it on that scares table. me. Um, I did for the TV show, but I, like I knew going into it, what it, you know, I knew it was bad, so I was just yeah. very aware of it. I didn't, it didn't affect me. I don't really wear gloves when I'm working with stuff, so I didn't get any rashes. But I totally wore um, uh, dust mask and all that kind of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I knew going into it, it was it was bad news, like. Uh, but MDF's the same. I think yeah, isn't yeah, it, yeah. Is, is it the glues that are in MDF? Isn't that the uh, very uh, fine particles? Yeah. yeah, it's just fucking bad news. Like, I heard, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's, it's any hardwood. Realistically, it's any hardwood. You know, fire hardwood, wood, yeah, fine fire particles. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know, and, you scuff your feet in the dirt and suck that up. It ain't going to do you no good. No. <laughs> no, true, true. And then you go down the road of fucking creosote and, you know, railway sleepers and all that stuff. It's oh, yeah. all bad news. Yeah. Here you go, son. Paint that fence. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to roll up? No, Dad, I'm nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't start too early, son. Get it into you. Good yeah. for the cough that you have from that crease out. Yeah. <laughs> right, next question. Andy CPU. Uh, for medical reasons, you were banned from your workshop and from making anything that generates dust. What art, craft, or making do you do in the house to satisfy some of the urge to make? Who wants to go? I'll go. I'll go No, I'm a polite guy. Like, <laughs> like after you, you're the guest. Oh, thanks, man. Um, I was thinking about this earlier. I read Andy's question. Uh, and Andy's a bit of an avid f- a photographer. Takes some wicked shots. Mm. I think I'd, I'd, I'd like, I, I. The reason I got into Instagram was was photographs. Like, uh, I was just following photographers basically at the start, and um, so I think I'd get into photography. Um, either that, or my my dad was a chef, so I do a bit of cooking as well. So I enjoy that. So if you're if you're just on the creative side, cooking or yeah, photography, yeah. Yeah. they would be they'd be right down my alley. And the two go together just like so well. When you could, like you see these beautifully presented plates, yeah. you know you could, yeah, I love well, that. Presentation isn't my my main my mainstay food wise, but taste. I'm I'm good at the old taste. <laughs> but like I tell you, like uh, most chefs are fucking artists, like what they can do with food, you know. Oh, totally. Yeah, mm. yeah. Totally. yeah what about you, Johnny? Um, I think like it, I I read the question. I kind of thought. Is it time sensitive? Is it a thing that you can't create dust for six months, or is it that that's it? You're done with it, you know. Well, um, open ended, isn't it? Yeah. If if I was done with it, I reckon it'd be photography as well. Mm. Um, if I couldn't, if that was it for me, you know. Um, whereas if it was only a, a time sensitive thing, I'd probably draw lots of designs, lots of knife designs, lots of um, different shapes, different styles, try to come up with maybe my own shape or my own style, you know, that kind of thing. And mm. Spend the time researching what I'm already doing to get back into it, you know. But uh, even even if you couldn't get back to it, Johnny, would you not, this is obviously hypothetical, like, would you think of doing designs for someone else just to see your creations? Yeah, possibly. Come to possibly. Life, you know? Yeah, yeah, possibly. But, you know, it'd be very hard to... to hand over the... Yeah, to oh, hand over yeah. the reins and let someone else control what your idea is, you know. I'd find that very difficult. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Mm. What about you, Ned? Um, hot brew moonshine. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. And drink, and drink your worries away. Nah, just, I don't know. I just thought, I want to do something a bit naughty. <laughs> make, and uh, what would you make it out of, mate? Uh, like proper moonshine, or would you be going potching like Irish style, a bit of potatoes in there now, or what? No, I'd, uh, yeah, I'd use potatoes, I think. Like, Sweet. Make, yeah, it's like, the only make, way to go, really, isn't it? Make myself a copper still, like, do, you know, maybe do a bit of gin, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Try not to blow myself up, you know. Oh, the hipsters, the hipsters would <laughs> yeah. fucking love you. Exactly, like you could still be in with the hipster crowd. Yeah, then yeah. Oh. They'll still accept you as one of their own. Fuck up, do whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> rum, rum, do rum. Right. Gin yeah, is nice and short, uh, like like uh, Bruins band, isn't it? Like that's why they're all getting into it these days. There's no, uh, it's now mass distillery time, like. So you know, it's short, it's sharp, it's shock. Yeah, take some, I don't know, take some vodka and show it an orange, you know. <laughs> have you done the um, putting stuff into whiskey? The, nah. uh, you know those, uh, what are they called? The, uh, what are those fucking sweets? You know, Werther's Originals, you know those toffee flavor sweets? Oh, yeah, yeah. If you bang a couple of those into a bottle of whiskey and let it let it sit for a couple of months, they break down inside the whiskey and they give it a nice, a nice flavor. Just and like it's quite nice. Yeah, it's quite nice. Well, it takes the it takes the bite out of it and it sweetens it a bit, you know. That's just Bailey's, isn't it? Really? Because <laughs> that's just whiskey and cream. Bailey's it? it'll blow the fucking head off you. <laughs> right. Um, PJ Galadi, son of the Junker. No, he's says, a junk. Isn't he Junker? Yeah, he was giving out the last day saying something, but he he wants to be called the Junker. No, uh, not Junker. Not he called me a fucking cockweasel, so fuck him. <laughs> He'll blame Memphis, but I, I reckon it was him. It's a junk, a junk rejuvenator. Yeah. No, I don't. So, I, I if don't. if your spouse wanted to learn to make what you make, how would you move forward? I'd just get into social work. We'd just switch roles. It'd be great. <laughs> Some time I, rec- off. I reckon I'd need two workshops. I yeah. just, you know, I think there'd be fucking World War Three. <laughs> it's your your bit of space gone, yeah. gone. Yeah, no, couldn't hack that. No, no. I reckon my miss would be great. I think, um, like, just show the ropes would be fun. I, we've talked about it. Like, if it, you know, if um, if it ever got too big, I I wouldn't want to employ someone because you kind of like that bell cup, that that curve thing. It doesn't work. Like two people, I have to employ yeah. someone. What a pain in the ass, you know. Yeah. But no. would you would you get her to do what you're doing, or would you get her to do something to complement what you're doing? Don't know. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Like I could do that. I could do. I could. I I couldn't do get her to do what I'm doing, but I could get her to make like sheets or something like that. You know, it's complement what I'm doing. Yeah, um, there'd be some. There'd be something. You know, in a just... in a separate workshop. <laughs> <laughs> in the my, house to the world, yeah. Yeah. My, my wife's wired completely differently to me you know and which is why we complement each other so well I mean she, your wife was wired different to you Jesus yeah. man you must be the only man in the world who's ever thought that yeah. <laughs> holy shit bro <laughs> <laughs> they're all wired different man they're all wired different oh man they're all yeah, fucking so crazy oh, I wouldn't say that I wouldn't say that because she might be listening <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, what about what about you, Kev? Unless you're digging yourself a fucking hole. Well, it, my missus is like ridiculously artistic. She's a she's a wedding hairstylist. So she went to uh, art design college and mm. didn't enjoy it so much and became a hairdresser. But like she's like ridiculously artistic and she gets it from her mom. Her mom is is like just so good. Um, she does everything like jewelry making. Painting, pastels, uh, yeah, she's she's awesome. Like, um, she's like she she got me into the wood carving. Basically, she she got oh. bought me the course to go up and do that. Um, so I don't think my miss would have any hassle. Like, I've had her doing decks with me. Yeah. Uh, she she gets stuck in. Like, you know, not a bother yeah. to her. Um, yeah, I'd encourage it. She obviously <laughs> brings the she obviously brings the artistic side of it to the hairdressing end, does she? Oh, definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. Like she, she's doing really well. Like she started, she wanted to, when our first kid was born, she wanted to get out of the salon life and, uh, she wanted to get out of the salon life and just give it a year and see how it went on just to spend yeah. a year with the kid. And, uh, it just grown strength to strength. Like, um, she, she does about three weddings a week. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. She's busy. So yeah, busy flat out. Like, and then she does like, uh, upstyling classes and stuff like that. And, yeah, yeah. uh, teachers and salons. She's actually she's on the telly as well. On the telly. On the telly. She does uh, the hair for Dancing with the Stars. Go away. Yeah, for the presenters. Yeah. Cool. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah. So now she's she's really good, like yeah, top yeah. for game, you know. So there you go. So if you're in Dublin and you're looking to get your hair upstyled or your hair course, did, your hair did, yeah, <laughs> fabulous. Um, fabulous. Go check out Kev's missus. Yeah. Wow. SheenSharkyHairstylist.com. <laughs> Nate's fucked off again, running around the yeah, neighborhood. He does, does that he does yeah, every fucking time. Um, uh, you know, uh, exposing himself to the neighborhood. I think so, and I think this is his uh, his alibi. No, no, I was inside recording the podcast, so. Ah, <laughs> uh, sure. Right, I'll crack on with the next question, and he can answer it when he gets back. True. Um, so Jay, Jamie Reader, the Custom Cave, he that cunt won my knife uh, yesterday. <laughs> That was wicked, yeah. He's a so, top bloke. Yeah, he's a good bloke. Yeah. Um. So Jamie's question is. Oh, he's back. Oh, he's back. Welcome oh, back. Yeah. Hey, you know. We Hi. were just discussing. We reckon you're out flashing the neighbourhood with no pants, and then you use us as an alibi that you're. No, no, there wasn't me, guard. Copper. <laughs> well, like I'm. The only flasher in the village. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> On sexy flasher. Yeah, true, true. Um, in an ideal world, would you want to make full-time or just have the flexibility with your main job to take days or weeks off when you want to work on a big project? Ooh. it's a good question. Nate does work and does make full-time. Yeah, yeah kind of. Um, Nate, would you like to have a, a real job to go back to other than just your making? Um, I'd like the backup, like the, the option of going, yeah, you know this... what, this, this week I can't be fucked. I'm going to go back onto site. Um, yeah, I'd like that. Haven't you? Like, huh? I, did we not doing floors and skirting and stuff for people? Um, it depends. Like, if something like that comes in, and like, because people from the old days still know that I'm around. Um, and most, most for the most part, I've I've sort of turned things down. But mm. if the odd job 
job comes up and it's like it's too good i just i'll just say yes like flooring jobs i love uh i painted the local village hall um that, that was a lovely little job you know all on my own just get down there uh, it's back to my old warehouse refurb days i just just crack on and it's great and i love my own company and sticking, yeah. a, ra- sticking a radio on and doing like high ceilings and you know stuff like normal decorators would go oh fuck that i knew i can't do that and moan 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 i'll just get yeah. on with it and yeah, yeah i like it and I like my own company i like being able to do that so i'll, I'll never turn things like that down um even yeah. now but um the, you know those things are becoming more and more and more sort of in the background as i'm yeah, doing yeah. this um you know, as the online sales are picking up and custom works picking up, I, I don't have to do that as much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a there's a blurry line, like the point. There's a there's like a handover point when you decide that you're not going to do that anymore, and you go, ah, oh, bollocks. And you have to do you, you you have no choice, but you have to you have to turn people away. And that's mm. the point. That's the point where you you're going beyond that point of no return because those people won't phone you again. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So you have, that's, you do, that's a problem, isn't it? You do have to commit, and you know, but you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained. I can always go back to it, you know, if, if yeah, like, six, six months down the line, down the line, oh, I'd never work for a small builder again. I'd work for a bigger company. You know, I spent too many years working for small builders and stuff, but uh, just fried. Do you not yeah. like that though? Um, around here, the small builders like just, just. It was great working for my old man. You're like. He'd, mm. he'd been been he'd been like well established twenty years, you know, in our in our town, and he was one of three like builders which were you know the go-to builders. Um, after he died, and I, I closed it all, I closed his company down. It just seemed the right thing to do. Uh, then sort of going around you know, working for other small builders just was never the same, you know. It was it just didn't. Yeah. Now, I had I was lucky enough to do five years like with a landlord like I had struck up a lovely little relationship with the landlord he basically gave me a, co- a company credit card and said like do up my estate and I just went around building after building just doing up um, warehouses on my own like huge huge jobs but like one at a time doesn't matter how long it takes um, get that one up and running and then yeah. I, the place went from like 90 percent unrented to like 90 percent rented in five years and oh. you know and they were really grateful because uh, it you know it was day rate and i was really grateful because i'll never run out of stanley blades ever again <laughs> <laughs> that sounds yeah. wicked but where were we going here i can't remember where we're going with this um if you if you would like to have a day job basically for you um mm. with the flexibility to to do your makeup yeah um maybe so depends depends on a job but it's yeah. a good it's a good safety net yeah exactly you know what about you kev would you want to make stuff um i always thought i'd <clears throat> I, like i've always worked for builders uh and i always thought i'd like to go out my own and when the crash came i was made redundant and mm. <laughs> i was fluting around with a few different lads and one of the lads had subcontracted into my old boss and he just turned me off going out on my own at yeah. all at all i'd love to get do a bit more making but i think it is always going to be a sideline i like i'm in awe of you guys kind of skill wise vision wise i just I, I just don't think i have that 
uh, maybe it's something I can work on, but I just don't like. I I, I feel like uh, a, a, a tourist as opposed to a maker. You know what I mean? Because um, you guys, you guys in particular, like I remember following you guys from early on, maybe two start, three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and like John, those skulls were amazing, and Nate, like all your brass work and copper work. I just I was blown away by it. Like I was actually I felt. When I started, when I was as I was saying, I started looking at photographs on Instagram, and then I put in, I found this hashtag thing, and I put in hashtag carpentry, and it just went, holy shit! Like mm-hmm. I thought I was, I, I thought I was becoming like I'm 17 years a carpenter now. At the time, I was probably 14 years a carpenter, yeah. and I thought, you know, I'm getting all right at this, and then I just saw some of the guys on there, you guys, and I'm just going, holy shit! Like I'm. I'm I'm not good at what I do. These guys are fucking amazing. Like I'm competent. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm able, and I give a shift. So that that stands for a lot. But like some of the guys out there, I'm just blown away. Have you seen your man Ramon Ramon Artful? No, so this I guy does. I don't so. He does marquistry. He does uh he does furniture building. Like yeah. Like he that dude does secret doors and holy fuck man. Like they're just incredible. unreal. Like incredible. Um, but like, yeah, I, I I feel more of a tourist uh, than an actual maker, to be honest. But I, I like it's something I want to get more involved in. I want to do more of. I don't agree. Yeah, I don't either. To be honest, I I think you'd. I think it's time is what's fucking you up. I think it's you're not putting the time into the making side, obviously because you can't. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, for sure. I think if if you had more time to to do it. Like, I've seen some of the stuff that you've done. Like, all it is is time. You're not getting a chance to have a proper run of it, you know? Yeah. Well, hopefully uh, this shed now, I'll get, I'll, when I get that up and running, my little workshop, Kev's shed, I'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, have, uh, I'll have a bit more time, even just to have something set up and pop out for 20 minutes or an hour and just get into it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But no, I, I, I like, I'm just, I'm blown away by the people in the, in the maker community. Like, I just, like... You know, <laughs> you look at some of these guys, like even Nick makes, like making those, making that stuff for for the show that you were on as well, yeah, John. Yeah. Like, you're like, this dude's like in IT or something and he's doing this shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just, yeah, I just think it's amazing. It's amazing, like what what is out there, what people can do and like the talent as well. Like, it's crazy. I don't see where people find the time, like. To run a day job and then like make in the evenings, like to do stuff yeah. like that, I think it's I think that's incredible, you know, and yeah. it shows such dedication to 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 what you you know to what you want to do, what, what, whether you call it a hobby, whether you call it yeah. like a um, a second job, like I, I don't know, but it's just it's it's admirable. I love it. I just and that's what I think that's why I think the community is so strong because everyone these community, these creative people have got such a drive and they want to show and they want to share and, and that, it's brilliant it's beauty in yeah. it man yeah you need to you, like I don't know about you guys but for me when I I have a real addictive personality so if I'm into something I'm 100% into it and I'll, I'll research it I'll google it I'll YouTube it I'll look into every possible you know way to do it and I'll throw myself into it 100% you know but the only reason I can do that is because I've got time. Like if I'm at work on nights, in between calls and stuff, I'm I'm sitting down on my phone. I'm researching how to do something. I'm looking at stuff. I'm getting ideas from things. 
the same you know when I'm I'm, I'm lucky then because I do shift work I have days that I can spend in the workshop like the amount of days that I've spent in the workshop and just wasted money on materials just to see what would happen if I mixed something with something else you know mad scientist yeah but I had to go through that to get it out of my system to, to learn okay I won't do that again because I nearly died I'll move on <laughs> to the next thing you know what I mean so yeah. like when I when I kind of threw my hat at the skulls and said you know what I'm fucking done with skulls I can't you know there was no money to be made when I, when I was doing them like they were fucking awesome though man they were like, just yeah, between the detail like like for what I'd have to ask people to pay for them and to cover shipping and to cover everything like at one point there was there was a woman in the states contacted me about like my my uh, wall mounted skulls you know the the ram's heads with the horns yeah, yeah. like I was only selling those for about 110 quid Fucking hell! And I was getting, I was getting um, quotes. This woman got on to me. She said she wanted one in the states. Um, she loved the idea of having a skull, but she wasn't into the idea of having a real one. Yeah. So I was like, "Look, leave it with me. I'm going to look into um, shipping and all that kind of stuff." Shipping was coming in at something. It was something fucking stupid, like 120 or 130 quid. It was more nah. than what I. It was more than what I was paying for or charging for the skulls. And someone's not going to they're not going to pay that you know and then yeah. on top on top of that it's I, I don't i genuinely don't know if if they would have made the journey because stuff just gets fucked in shipping yeah. sure rab's got fucked going up to up the north, got, yeah it? like i don't know what the fuck they did to that they must have drove over it or something because they really made shit of it so and then after, al's got al's got damage as well didn't it al's yeah so that. like you know in the end I was getting so disheartened with stuff getting damaged and I wasn't selling stuff. I couldn't ask big money for stuff. So I just called a halt. But I stopped doing everything then for six months and I spent months just putting the work in with the knives, with the copper knives, getting my head around it, getting practice in. You know, I put the work in to, to see if I could do it, you know. And then the addiction kicked in and then I could go from there. But I think with you, I think if you spent the time it's easier said than done because I know, you know, with families, work, the whole lot, it's very difficult. But if you yeah. put the time in and focused on one one thing, <clears throat> one element of it, mm. and then and then went from there, I reckon you'd be incredibly good at it, especially with the caravan, do you know? I'm gone. Yeah, like I, I plan, like the, the plan is always to do more. But like, as I say, as you say, it's just time at the moment. Yeah. Like my, my missus works pretty much every weekend. Yeah. And then come January, she's just every Sunday as well on that on that show. Like so, uh, yeah. Like it's it's time, but like it's something I really enjoy. It's it's just yeah. nice to get out there and and like even that. Do you, did you remember that wand I carved for the yeah, young yeah. one? Like, yeah, that was that was just that was cool. Like that was a short, sharp, and done. You know, a little oh. bit of sanding. I like it when you do stuff in your work, in your work break as well. Like, I, oh, I just knocked up this like beer bottle opener now with yeah, a magnetic yeah. catch holder. You know, I yeah. love that. And like, yeah, yeah. And it, like watching your your channel, kind of. I mean, I, I think you followed me very early on, which kind of yeah sparked my kind of maker interest. You're literally one of my first followers. I was I was on very low followers at the time and just discovered Instagram. But following you is like. You, you, you were doing what I was doing, and I loved seeing your, your sight days because you approach it with a bit of a laugh and a crack, and it, it's all your sight banter, all your personality comes through, and a little bit of making like on your work break or whenever you can. It, it, I just think it's fantastic. I really enjoy yeah. watching. 
Ah, thanks, lads. And you're you're a huge. Um, as I said there a couple of weeks ago, like you're a huge uh, positive influence in the maker community. You know, you're always there. You're always commenting. You know, telling people they're they're doing cool stuff. You're you know you follow people back. <clears throat> you're always reposting other people's stuff. You're always out there supporting other makers. You know, and that's that's a huge thing. Like, I uh, like I just I uh, as I say, I'm just blown away by the talent out there, and I think it needs to be like. You know, I think Nate. What, what were we pushing you for? Two thousand or something? Um, yeah, the dollars. Yeah, I'm pushing. And we were pushing you for one k, weren't we? One k. Yeah, yeah. I'm pushing for two k now. Yeah. yeah, but like I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Shit I'm doing. What? Look at the shit I'm doing, and look at the shit that this dude is doing. Holy shit! Why? Like, why are people following me and not following this lad? Like, like Je- even your Jennifer. stories. Jennifer Aniston goes on Instagram and she makes is it three million followers in ten minutes? Yeah, come on, come on. I can, I can definitely make more shit than her. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Fuck off, Patricia. <laughs> she barely eats, so I'd say she barely shits as well, like you know. But uh, <laughs> but like that's that's a thing, like and you, Johnny, as well, like I, I like I just I I can't fathom why I would have. I think I'm on two, four or something now. And you guys were on like, I remember Nate was on a thousand followers. I was on 1500 or something like that. And Johnny, you were the same. You were, you were coming up in the ranks yeah. now or whatever. But I just like the talent that's out there and the talent you guys have. And I just, I just think that should be seen by more people. And it's funny, like, um, like I'd have a lot of followers from, from Sheen's sister to, you know, lads. I was, I was in tech with and stuff like that. But like Shane's sister is a she's a music teacher and she she follows uh she follows Rab like and she just thinks he's the funniest funniest <laughs> thing going, like, you know what I mean? And I see I see a few lads that, that I know following you, Johnny, as well, and I think it's I think it's great. Like I think it's yeah, great it that is, these yeah. people are, are seeing what, what people are capable of and what's happening out there, you know, um in in this maker community or so called maker community or whatever, like, you know. I think it's brilliant and I think it needs to be seen by more people. Definitely, yeah. Definitely. That's my little. Uh, anyway. <laughs> what was what was the um what was the question? I don't Jamie. Know. Jamie. Um, Making. For me. Full time. I I couldn't go full time. I couldn't afford to go full time. Um, it'd be down but to money not, for me. It's not your end game, honey. It's my end game. Would you see when I'm retired? They retire us at fifty-five because we're fucked at that stage. Yeah. Um. We're we're on the scrap heap at 55 because they just ruin us. Um. I can retire then. I'll have a pension. So then my end game is to to do to make knives full time. Um. But you see, I'll have the I'll have the backup of having a pension. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I couldn't financially go out and and make knives for a living. I just couldn't. Like. I think I I spoke about it there one of the the other podcasts that we did one of the other episodes, but, but like. I think I make about six. If you broke it down after materials and the whole lot, when you break down your time, it's about six euros an hour, you know. Yeah. And you know, <coughs> unless you're willing to sacrifice quality and start horsing out a lot of shit and trying to charge big money for stuff that takes you a couple of hours, you know, you're. I I, I can't see how fellas are making making money at that unless you're going to charge people a thousand euros a night, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So for you, I, though, it, it, for you, it's not really a, well. I suppose it is to an extent a monetary, <laughs> a monetary thing attached to it. But like, it's an enjoyment at this stage. Yeah, 
it's it's not monetary at this stage. It's it's as you say, the end game for me is to retire and to do it full time. Mm. And even then, I'm not making money off it. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm never going to be rich from it. But yeah. I just I just really fucking enjoy it. So it 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 suits me at the moment, you know. So five years time, you can retire and it's all good. So you got a five year plan. <laughs> I'm twenty years, dickhead. Smart cunt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not mad. Like they, they turn around and like my mother-in-law is a paramedic. She's an advanced paramedic, and they have to work till they're sixty-eight. Uh. Yeah. Um, whereas you, you, you guys, not all advanced paramedics now. No. No, no. Is it only that's an option now? Because my mate Steve, I was. No, not uh, with us. But in Dublin, you see, they run the ambulance yeah, service. So yeah, yeah. so they they have to. Whereas in Cork, we're um no, we're not Say paramedics. That. I don't actually think I ever plan to retire. I'm just gonna like put all in the shed. Which yeah, I don't. I don't think it's good for you to to switch off. I don't think uh, that's a good idea. You know. In, in my experience, most people that switch off like that die. They do, yeah. Yeah, they do. Seriously, <laughs> they just stop. They, and it happens. You know what? It happens in our place an awful lot. Or they lose their shit. An awful lot of guys have second jobs because it's shift work. Yeah. And then they retire at 55 and they think, all right, I have my pension now. I don't need to work anymore. And yeah. they're dead within five years. And yeah. like dying before you're 60, that's that's pretty young these days, you know? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, not a different case, but my, my folks picked up and left and moved to Greece when... Uh, yeah, I remember your, your video of, there last week. Yeah, so it was kind of, uh, that was kind of retirement. Yeah. But uh, it just depends. Like, if you're going to if you're going to retire and sit in a fucking pub... <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? you're like, fucked. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's not, um, no. Yeah. At least go fucking where there's good weather and good food, and you exactly. know you can get out and about. Whereas retiring in Ireland at 55, it's not, it's not happening. You know, no. fuck that. No. no, no. Next question. Next question. Right. Um, Cunningham's custom creations. What is your favorite part of making, the making process, genesis or completion? So what do you rather? Do you rather the process itself or the completed piece? Oh man. I love the process. I love it. I love a lot. You know, going from I'm a product designer at heart, so yeah. I love I love sitting down with a sketchbook, like watching some shit on TV. With a, I've got books and books full of sketches and shit. You know, I draw all the time. So drawing an idea out, doing a spider diagram, doing some pictures, moving on, like having a play in the workshop. That's like the best bit. Having a play. You know, come on. Yeah. Surround, surround yourself with some cool materials, pick some stuff up and have a mess about. And then that, you know, then you're talking about like really cool shit going on. Like, I love that. Um, final products, letting them go. That's always hard. That's a, that's a hard bit. You know, like letting that bronze knife go this week. Youch. That sucked. That really you hurt. just made two. Yeah, but it's time. Like, yeah, that's the thing. In, yeah. in theory, I'd always make three or four. Like yeah. one for me, three for you lot. You know, especially yeah, when it comes to something like that, Karadishi, that they, yeah. they'd sell in an instant and are great. I'd uh, love to be at that stage when I could, I can, because there's so many people I'd love to make a knife for. Um, yeah. I'd love to be able to do it. Um, but a mix of time and just trying to, I've got so much going on, maybe down the road, you know, yeah. but there's so much um, that I need to get done in the meantime. Yeah. But, Someday. So, you know, for me, it's um, it's the process. It's the process. Yeah, I love start. There's a buzz from starting from scratch to finishing off 
letting yeah. go. Letting go is hard. That that sucks. It always does. But uh, oh, where's Kev? Kev's gone. I think um, yeah, he'll be back in a minute. I think his little one is sick, so he's at home on his own. So I think he's probably just checking up on her. What about um, you, Charlie? For me, you know what? I love the process. Um, mm. I really do because I especially love the process of making a knife because it looks like shit until it's finished. Yeah. Like, you know, when you have a blade that's half fucking shaped and, and ground and when you have a handle attached and it's covered in fucking resin and glue and shit like that, it it really does. If you showed it to somebody, they they think, oh my God, what the fuck is that? It looks like shit. Yeah. Um, especially the way I do it. It really does look like a bag of shit. But then when it's completed, you can actually see, you know, something nice at the end of it. But um, I love that process. I love the... And I love that there's all these different stages that you have to do to get to the next stage. You know, it's like a computer game. You can't you can't move on to the next level until you complete the, the first level, you know. Um, so, yeah. I always thought, I always thought there were blurry lines there. I can't, I can't, I can't be restrained by the process. I have to go and like finish it, like jump ahead, going. I'm gonna finish what one. I, I'm gonna finish what, I mean, what I mean by that is like to do. You have to start off with shaping your blade. You can't do anything else without shaping it. Yeah. Um, then you need to put your your handle pinholes in. Um, then you need to grind your your bevels. Like, you, you can't do that. Well, I suppose you could do it with your handle attached, but you'd be making life very difficult for yourself. No, it um, Then you need to attach your handle. You know, you, if you, you can't really jump any of the stages, the processes. I'm talking about, bat- I think, my, I'm thinking I'm talking about batching. Like, if I'm yeah. doing, like, 20, I'll have to do, like, four or five and get them done. Just so I can I know see yeah, an yeah. end, you know. Because yeah. 20, doing 20 is something, it's a ball ache. Like, but rushing ahead and just letting yourself yeah. see the finishing line, I think it's quite healthy. See, like, that's kind of where I'm at now for the show. I've got, like, 12, I think, yeah. uh, blades that are, some are grown, some aren't grown, some have the the pinholes um, drilled out, some have just been shaped. Um, no, luckily, they've all been heat treated and they've all been tempered, so they're all ready to be have something done. But, like, if you were to look at the, the lineup on the bench, it looks like shit. Um, yeah, yeah. It's all going to come to because if I spend time now going on doing the rest of it, you know, I don't think I think I'll run out of time. So, it's Sorry, all, lads. It's all Sorry, hopefully going to come together at the end, you know. You're all right, Kev. Yeah, sick child, sick child. I was, no yeah, I was, I was telling Nate, Nate's doing, um, what was that, the Blair Witch Project with the with the camera. Um, <laughs> so, Paul Cunningham asks, um, what is your favourite part to make the making process, the genesis or the completion? So, do you like the process up to it or do you like the idea of it or do you like the finished result? <clears throat> I, I, I like it all, to be honest, but I love yeah. standing back and saying, I did that. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like I love that 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 element of it, like the satisfaction, being, satisfaction, being proud of something that you've created. Yeah. Like I just oh. think that's amazing. But I do, oh. I do like the I, do, I like the road up to it as well, though. You know what I mean? The whole the whole process of of the making. journey when in the middle of it you turn around and you go, I'm never touching this cunt of a thing again. Prick <laughs> of a thing. I'm giving it up. I'm going to take up cycling or golf or something. That's Wipe what Instagram gives you. That's what Instagram gives you. That it gives you that pat on the back. You know, when it you're does. working on your own in a fucking Absolutely. workshop and you're like, you're thinking, oh my God, is this okay? And yeah. you go, hey guys, what do you think about this? And then you get like yeah. fucking, like a, 
like a round of applause. It's lovely. Validation. Validation. You know what? It is. Yeah. It is nice. That little bit of validation is is really good, and it's especially if you have any little bit of doubt in your head. Yeah. Because a lot of shit that I like, I always think nobody else is gonna like it. Mm. So I'm kind of like, okay, I love that, but I wonder if there's anybody else, you know. But um, it, don't you think it's strange how <clears throat> things like patina and rust becomes yeah. fashionable because everyone all of a sudden goes, hey, you know what? That's fucking cool. That is what yeah. that rust. And you're like. 20 years ago, you're going to go, Rust? No, fuck you. Rust is bollocks. <laughs> now, now everyone's yeah. going, ooh, Rust. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. How, that's how you get things started. That's how you get things noticed. And hmm. Anyway, next question. Have we got any more? Uh, no, that's it. Okay, goodbye. Sweet then. Jesus. Yeah, that's it. So now we have our top tips. So cue Mr. Jeffrey Smith. Boy. Sit down, shut up, and fucking listen. It's time for some fucking good tips from the boys. So have you got any top tips for us? Kev, you got any top tips? Well, if you're following my Instagram, <laughs> I had a top tip the other day. It was, uh, did you see the flooring? We had to yeah. cut out some laminate flooring, and we did this yes. thing called an envelope cut. I'd never heard of it before. Yeah, I never heard uh, of it. But when I saw it, then I was like, that's so fucking cool. Yeah. It made so much sense. Uh, I just thought it was brilliant. Um, and the flooring guy recommended it. Like, So that would be my top tip oh. if anyone needs to do it. Uh, it's glued back down, so it's not It's not. It's not the way it's supposed to be, but like, it's it's un, you, you, it's un, it's invisible. Like, It's an invisible piece. <laughs> I thought that do was you know very what? cool. When you put that up, right, I forgot that your buddy Steve follows me. And oh, I follow yeah. him. Yeah. So I saw you put that up, and I was there going, that's really fucking cool. And you know when you kind of take note of something? And then a couple of minutes later, I know it was like minutes, I saw him putting it up, right? And I went, hang on a second, fucking cunty chaps. That's my buddy's work, right? And I thought, this little fucker's after Rob and Kev's post and he's putting it up. And then I went, oh, no, they were together. <laughs> Bite your uh, tongue, feisty boy. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, Steve sent me a message saying, send us those pics, will you? <laughs> so I sent him the pics and he put up a post. Yeah, uh, he was, uh, I, I was there thinking, is he after robbing his photographs? But no. No, no, no. Sure. Yeah, no, but very cool. You, what did you do? You cut it down the middle and then two at angles, is it? Uh, cut the two angles first so from the corner of the floor and you want to take out corner into a triangle and then yeah. then down the middle and the same on the far end and it just allows you to lift not break the center, is it? yeah n- n- lift from the center but not break the um not break the tongue and groove on the other two so it, i just thought it was really cool very wicked uh yeah. especially if you can't like to otherwise we would have to strip back everything to get that those two boards fixed, you know what I mean? So you would have it's been all, It's always the cunt of a board in the middle, isn't it? It is. It never is. the first one on the run, like, you know? No, never. Never. Almost never. How about you, Nate? Top tip? Um, if you're gluing something, masking tape your bench. Because I spent, like, I must have been 20 minutes scraping fucking glue off of my bench the other day. Um, yeah, just put some masking tape down. It takes like 30 seconds. Tape out your bench, and when you're done, honk it off. Like, Is that not enjoyable, though, picking that glue off, no? I yeah. do enjoy it, but not when it's freaking epoxy. 
Yeah. I used to um, I used to cling film when I was doing the skulls because it was plaster and the plaster because my my workbench is wood obviously. Yeah. And instead of because the first few I'd spend fucking hours with a scraper scraping all the plaster off to get it all level again. Um, but I used to cling film the top. Just run. I used to buy cheap rolls of cling film and then cling film the whole top of the table. Cast yeah. cast my skull and then I just untape it at the ends and roll it all up and fuck it out. Probably very yes. wasteful, but you know. Clever though. Clever. It worked. Tip. You know. Yeah. Uh, my top tip is one very very basic. If you're painting, or you're varnishing, or you're using brushes and stuff, another one would cling film. Wrap them up in cling film, or wrap them up in a plastic bag. Um, if you're going back to it the following day or you're going back to it you know, a couple of days later just wrap it up, don't let the oxygen get to it and the brush will be fine again you can reuse it without having to clean it all down and a Pringles tin is very handy for a roller so if you have a Pring- an empty Pringles tin just oh. put your roller top into it so. interesting, does it matter on the flavour Johnny? Uh, or- salt and vinegar <laughs> is probably the best one <laughs> right, a, a bit spicy you know uh, good stuff um so that's all of our top tips. So have you got any announcements or maker meetups or stuff going on? Oh, those are the Essex Makers uh, meetup um, with Paul Cunningham yeah. um, every last Saturday of every month. I can't do it because I run a craft market, which sucks donkey balls. Um, <laughs> considering it's like literally down the fucking road from me, like sad face. And they're doing challenges and fun stuff. Yeah, they're doing really cool stuff. Loads of yeah, people. Yeah, that three, three, like. three piece challenge or something like that, was it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have a play. Yeah, so if you're, if you're, obviously you're on Instagram because you found us. Um, <laughs> go check out the. Where is it? Hang on, I've written down Essex, Essex Makers Official. And I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to because there's so many Facebook groups and things like that. I think what Paul and the lads are trying to do is trying to make somewhere that's. There's no snobbery. There's no. They don't give a fuck what you make, who you are. Um, you're all the same. So it's kind of a UK based as opposed to just Essex. Um, and like Nate said, they do a meetup. Is it the last? What is it? The last Saturday or Sunday? Uh, last Saturday of every month. Last uh, Saturday of every month. Yeah, I think uh, Paul's looking at doing different venues and stuff like that. So yeah. um, go follow the page and check it out. I think it's a yeah, it's go check it out. A, a, a great one to watch because it's uh, gaining a lot of traction. So. Yeah, yeah, some cool pieces been shown already on it. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and they've only, they've only, I think they only started that page a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it's like it's literally been going. I think, uh, I think it's on the second month um, yeah. of of meetups, and the page has um, just started. So yeah, yeah, go for it. Have a look. Yeah. Okay, uh, so um, have you got something, Kev? Um, just uh, Movember is coming up. Yes. Um, yep. 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 Like, if you're gonna get involved, get involved. If you if you can't get involved monetarily, uh, donation wise, share, support. Um, fuck cancer. Yeah, fuck cancer. Like, phone that. Fuck mental health awareness. No, don't do that. Actually, mental health awareness, big <laughs> thing as well. Um, so like, yeah, get in touch with people, talk to people, share promote uh i just think it's such a great cause um and it has my full support for the last four years anyway um because you've, you've, yeah. you've raised like 200 grand at this stage haven't you uh, i think it's uh, 220 and <laughs> <laughs> uh, now we're, we're up to twelve thousand euro uh, that's so, incredible 
That's yeah, fine. No, well done. No, it's, 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 thank you, thank you. No, it's amazing. Like, and this year, we have motherfucking 14 people on Team Shark Attack. I can't believe yeah. it. Yeah. Holy awesome. shit. Like, yeah, I think last year we had eight. So, yeah, like, 14. That's, it's brilliant, man. Like, delighted. Um, but, yeah, get out there, support your local Movember or, or me, Team Shark Attack. Yeah. Yours is looking good, Nate. Yours is looking good. Go on, then sign me up. I'll do it. Yeah? Yeah, yeah fuck it. Why not? That's superb. I can't wait. I can't wait to see Nate shaved because he looked like a twelve-year-old. <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> I've got no chin, which is why I have this fucking thing. Oh, I'll send you on the deeds. I'll send you on the deeds, brother. Thank That's you fantastic. Much. Okay, I'll do it. Yeah. I'd love to be able to do it, but I can't for work, so I have to be clean shaven. Uh, but I'll, I'll go, Johnny. You could, you could uh, grab a stash. You could grab a stash. I well, I'd let you be part for a stash. If, you know. If I could, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag porn stash. No yeah, worries, totally. bro. I'd spend but all day playing with it. Do you know the creep, like, just over the upper lip? Oh, yeah. Just that tiny <laughs> little... I reckon you look like Tom Selleck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I, I, I don't know, is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> well, um, if it was the 80s, it'd be a great thing. But uh... Yeah, true. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's not. Shout-outs! <laughs> Rants. we got to do our rants first. Oh, what oh, do we? Is there an order? No. I don't know. Is there? I don't know. See, the whole thing's falling apart because Al's not here. Fucking I'm a long-time listener, first-time guest. Selfish. Selfish. Right. Rants then. Rants. Go on, Nate, because you're fucking itching all night to do it. Fuck! For fuck's sake. Bastard taxes. Fuck you. Double fuck off. <laughs> I can't do admin. I hate admin. I'm a creative person. I want to make stuff. I can't be fucking doing writing and doing maths and like organizing receipts. But equally, I'm not going to pay someone else to do it. Cause out. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Like, um, mate down the road but pays 150 quid a month for his accountant. He can suck my balls. So no chance. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of making. That's a lot of making to make that. It is, yeah. Yeah. So um, I've got to do it myself. Um, up to a certain point, and I hand it over to the motherfucker, and he sorts it out for me. That's David, good. if you're listening, I love your work, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and you need and you need to start out renting your workshop, don't you? Uh, apparently so. I could do that. Yeah, uh, my mum wants to buy my house and rent me my workshop or something. I don't know. We'll, yeah, we'll talk after recording. <laughs> anyway, that's it. What's your Kev? You got a rant? I have a rant, lads. I have a motherfucking rant, right? Go on. If you, right, ring me and ask me to go and do something for you, if I can't do it, I will say no. (laughs) If I ring you and you say you'll come to my house and do something for me, fucking come to my house and do it for me. Or text me or ring me and say, I'm not going to make it today, mate. Don't just not fucking turn up. Motherfuckers. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Motherfuckers. Like, I'm just, I'm sick of it at this stage. I'm trying to organize people to arrive. Um, Like, 17 years in the trade, and my boss is always giving out about subcontractors not turning up, this, that, and the other. And I was like, oh, shut up moaning, will you? I swear to God, man, it's just so hard. And you're trying to give work to people you're working with, thinking they're not going to fuck you over. Yeah. And they just, you know... I, I, they're not even, they're not even phoning you to say they're not going to make it. I waited in two days for one of the lads uh, when I was off. Two days, he said, "Oh yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there uh, sometime between ten and two. So I waited in. 
didn't turn up. I'll be there tomorrow. Didn't turn up. Like, fuck off. Just a little text or a little phone call, Kev. I'm not going to make it. Yeah, yeah. And, but don't fuck. That, you know, turn fucking up if you say you're going to turn fucking up or ring me. Anyway, that's my rant. Thanks. Common, Thanks for letting me have that out. A <sighs> bit of fucking common courtesy, isn't it? That's all yeah. it is. Like, simple. Simple. Yeah. That's what killed me, man. Project managing builders. What a son of a bitch. <laughs> Are you getting the, um, you, you know, the quotes that I used to get? That's why I ended up doing my place myself, because I used to get these quotes where they suck the fucking air out of the room and they go, oof, when you ask for a price, you know? Yeah. They start fucking. Well, yeah, but you save 25% project managing your own build, but then you've got to project manage your own build. Yeah, <laughs> no, fuck that. Sure. You've got to deal with these motherfuckers. Sorry, Kev. I just, yeah, oh, <laughs> I am a motherfucker too. But like, <laughs> I, I, I definitely would ring someone if I can't make it, or yeah. oh, text or whatever, you know, or I'd answer their texts or WhatsApps. Do you know what? I don't think that's the job, though. I think that's just them being a fucking arsewomble fucking to begin with. Like, they're just not nice people, you know. I didn't realize you could be a cockwomble and an arsewomble. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> what was the other one? Cockstop. Uh, yeah. But that's just <laughs> them. That's just. You know, not nice people. So you, you even know, like uh, WhatsApp, you can see they've read it. Yeah, I see and you read it. You got the two fucking blue stripes, you little son. I see you. <laughs> right. Yeah. What about you, Johnny? Oh, mine is. Do you know what mine is? Mine is fucking is this the price of stuff in this country? At the moment, I'm looking for. Um, I, I need to book a hotel for the for the show at the end of the month. So it's a random weekend. It's not a bank holiday weekend or anything <laughs> like that. And a hotel in Dublin for the Friday night and the Saturday night is, the average is about 500 quid. <laughs> that's for a room. That's not breakfast. It's not, you know what I mean? That, and that's, that's not <laughs> that's a fucking... convention is on, Johnny. <laughs> that's what? It's, the convention is on. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere. Try it's... the Devlin in Rella. Shit. Oh, I'll, don't get worry, lads. I'll get that off you in a minute, but my point is, like, it's 500 fucking quid for two nights. Like, I could go to fucking Spain for that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I could go to Spain, I could fly to Spain and stay in a fucking hotel over there for 500. Tattoo convention is on the same time, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Spain is looking a lot nicer at this stage, man. Fuck yeah, me. Yeah. Don't worry, lads. You know what? There's, there's a big fucking thing going on here at the moment, right? Um, it's I don't know if it's going on in Dublin, but it's going on in Cork. If I was to, say, book a hotel for, um, say, a random date, the, the 10th of December, right, in Cork, and I want to go down and stay in Cork for a night on the 10th of December, and all of a sudden some fucking shithead of a fucking uh, rock star decides, I'm, I'm going to play a gig in Cork on the 10th of December, right? Yeah. The hotels then... Are, what they're doing is they're cancelling people's um, bookings they're saying oh we overbooked on the night and yeah. then sh- yeah. the price is going through the fucking roof That's so wild, I was only chatting to someone recently there's a concert I can't even think of when the concert's on and they paid 80 quid for one night for um, including breakfast in a hotel him and his missus there's a concert on the same night they were told can't, can't accommodate you sorry about that and any of the hotels that are free rooms, they're looking at 200 plus because this concert is on the same night. Right. It's fucking ridiculous. Fucking rip off Republic. Shore of fucking wankers. 
that's it. Do you know, it's, it's 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 ridiculous. It's not like you work hard for your money. You can't, you know. I don't know how anyone forced to come over here. Like, don't worry. In um, about six months' time, I'll be moaning like a motherfucker because I'll be where you lot are. Yeah. When these fucking Brexit wankers get their fucking claws in, uh, we'll just be, we'll be double fucked. It's crazy. It really is. Like even even with Dublin, we we went to um, Stevie Wonder in July. We won two tickets, and we stayed in um, we stayed in fucking what we call Temple Bar, and it's it's like a hostel hotel type place. And I think I only yeah. paid is it eighty or ninety quid for the night, you know, like mm. that's very fucking reasonable for the heart of Dublin in Temple Bar. Yeah, and Temple Bar is always going to be expensive, though. To be honest, like well, to eat or drink there, yeah, it's fucking mm. crazy. You know, you're looking at what is it, six quid a pint, seven quid? Yikes! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like that, like, you know. So that's not even craft beers, mate. No, no, no. That's that's shitty that's standard beer. <laughs> I go sit on the swings with my diamond white. Yeah, just. <laughs> anyway, that's my rant. Fucking rip off Republic. Yikes! Yeah, that's, that's scary. Scary, scary. Not that's just... it. We're done. No shoutouts. Shouts. Oh yeah. Okay, I've got one. Um, Rob. From Prickly Sauce. Nice. Um, good call. What an amazing human being uh, and an incredible maker at that as well. Um, the guy, he'll do everything from graphics to vinyl cutting to electro etching. He's got a YouTube channel, which is fantastic. Uh, well worth a watch. Um, God, the guy can just turn his hand. He's it's just got such a, a great way of looking at things. Just... Uh, he took. He, he had a look at my copper skulls, and he made um he made a wooden box like skulls through it, penetrating through it in all sorts of different ways, and he made it at, out of different hardwoods it, and PPE and things that sent him uh, copper. Uh, did I say PPE? I mean HDPE. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> HDPE and all sorts stuff he never even touched before. It, it's incredible. Go go and have a look at him. He's yeah, a cool. great great maker. Oh. Um, I think my, my I met him um, that morning of Maker Central um, yeah. with you in the hotel and I have to admit he's you know when you just get get a vibe off someone he's so laid back and so chilled but incredibly intelligent you know Interest, just, just interesting just, yeah he's really just such a cool guy really cool guy and really knows his shit as well really nice yeah. guy good show how about you Kev um <clears throat> I, I was thinking about it, like, and, uh, like, I know everyone, well, we all know him, like, but Andy Berkey, um, I just think Andy Berkey, again, another person who, I think he's only, like, two, maybe 4,000 followers on Instagram, but mm. holy shit, bags, man, like, that yeah. man is skilled, like, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at his stuff and going, okay, I, I don't do woodworking, if that's woodworking, like, do you know what I mean, like, it's just unbelievable, now, obviously, a lot of it's gothic church style stuff, but like it's fucking amazing. Gold yeah. leaf and moles, like, mm. and the guy is so nice. Like, you know, I send him a send him an LDM, like a DM back, not a bother, like you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was chatting to him and he was like, "Man, did I send you a sticker?" And I was like, "Of course you did. Like, I have it. I have it <laughs> on my box there. Like, you know what I mean?" He was like, "Oh, that's okay. I thought I forgot because mine, obviously mine." I can see mine in his videos, you know. That's why you have the big stick. You can see, you can see his from fucking your house. Jesus yeah. Christ! <laughs> but um, 
No, I just Andy Werke, legend of a man, deadly yeah, he's woodworker, incredibly talented, bad skills, and uh, yeah, go give him a follow if you don't already. Yeah, great shout. I love his gold, his gold leaf work. He said, no, "I'm not a gold leaf worker." And I'm like, I looked at looking at his work, going, yeah. "Man, are you, are you kidding? Like, yeah, it's incredible. Exactly. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Great shout. Um, my shout is Al Wood Turning by Alan Scannell. Um, Who's he you now? Uh, would we know him from Anthem? You might just about know him, yeah. Um, <laughs> is he I selfish? Know, he's extremely selfish. <laughs> I know Al now a couple of years at this stage, and I've met him a good few times, and I have to admit, Al is an absolute fucking gent of a block. I've, I'd look at him as a really good friend at this stage. Um, you know, we started up the, the podcast with Nate. Um, I trust him. I like him. Um, he's a good friend. He's, his talent is incredible. Um, yeah, he's moment, got skills. Ah, he's just ridiculous. And his knowledge base is so varied. That he knows an awful lot of shit about an awful lot of things. You know, Stuff you don't, you don't you don't see half the shit. Exactly, either. yeah, exactly. But uh, anything he seems to touch, he, he can you know he, he produces really good stuff. Um, he's just a bit busy, obviously, at the moment. And I just want to shout him and wish him all the best with his new arrival. And I hope everything goes well. And I hope you know everyone's healthy and happy and everyone's safe and everything goes goes to plan. So Carl, he's a he's a good guy. So. Yeah, definitely. Love you, love you, man. Love you, Al. You selfish little prick. Love you, Al. Love you. <laughs> All right, I think um, I think that's it. I think that's everything we've covered. I'm a notebook wanker tonight because Al's not there. So. <laughs> Me too. Um, but I've just been doodling. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it was good to have you, Kev. Thanks for having me on, lads. Really enjoyed myself. Good to have you Pleasure to have you, mate. Yeah. yeah. I also yeah. hooked myself another team member there, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Nice I'll shave my face for you any day, mate. Ah, uh, thanks, man. <laughs> Love you too. Nate, you know, it's not just your face you have to shave. Anyway, we'll that? talk about that after. You mean, <laughs> I have to start, after. mean I have to start growing? <laughs> <laughs> Smooth like a Ken doll. Oh Jesus! Uh, <laughs> I can ne- I can never unsee that now. <laughs> that image in my mind. All right, guys, we we'll, we we'll call it there. An hour and what thirty five something like that. Ah sure. Ah sure. Look, it, fe- it only felt like it. ten minutes. Yeah. All right, it's good to have you, Kevin. Thanks for um thanks for, thanks for having us. me, lads. And glad uh, I could help out. We'll see everybody next week. We'll have another guest next week, so you'll have to wait and see who that is. So. Oh, I can't waste. So excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We can unban Kev now. Yeah, he's unbanned. He can go back Officially to asking questions unbanned. again. Yes. Otherwise, we'll have fuck all to talk about. So don't exactly, go back. Yeah. <laughs> he's basically running the podcast from behind the scenes. All right. Peace right. out. Peace out. See Peace you guys. Out. Bye, Take it bye. easy. On the fuckery never ends. <laughs>